passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof rack, exhaust kits, LED lights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with the eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts that you need at the prices that you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, Bubba. How you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing? Great. Oh, that's awesome. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing super duper. Did you take more pills during the break? Don't give me. Don't. Don't give me. Ever give me a a fucking super duper. Correct myself immediately. Well, it's like I'm doing super duper. What do you think you're talking to, fucking Mister Rogers? Ollie. Sorry, I was just excited. Um, I have a meet a Zoom meeting today with BJ from MJ and BJ. We're pitching a new show. So him and I are going to do a show, like a little sample of a show. Uh, And um, we're going to do it via Zoom. And so last time we tried to do this two weeks ago, um, I I fucked it up. I know. I probably just didn't do it right. So Blitz, who's not going to be here today at 1, I'm going to be here today at 1 to tape this. He has to go probably, you know, have sex ass. have sex with the chick that bought him the fucking $120 shoes. Mm-hmm. How so, did you manage that? Well, that's called a pimp. He's got a 12-inch cop. Yeah. People just buy you shoes? That's what happens when you give it good. Oh. Or when you're popular. Mm-hmm. Oh. Hmm. Interesting. Take some notes. So Blitz, are you over there? <laughs> I am. Um, should I, uh... What the fuck? Remember, you can't, uh, after you load Zoom, you can't play any music. Because <laughs> oh, it, I... it screws up all the audio. So, am I fucked right now? Well, let's see. Just go ahead and accept accept me into that Zoom deal. Admit? And, yeah. I just admitted you. Blitz is connecting and he's a dick, okay? Is mm-hmm. what it says. Blitz is a dick. Okay, can you hear me? Blitz is a dick. Hello, can you hear me? Hello? I don't hear you. <laughs> oh, shit. The audio's you messed up. All right, so you want me to click out of this and redo it because I played a, I played a, a piece of audio which fucked it up. So what I probably need to do is what end this and then redo it. But I do but hear I you. Oh, you. Oh, now, now you're better. Now, now you're. Well, hold on. Wait, now is you're that on. through? Yeah. Yeah. the mic. I'm yeah, I was going to say through the mic. Yeah. I feel like a fucking rookie here. What are we even doing? Well, no, I didn't take more. Zoom. No, I didn't. I like crap. No, I didn't take more pills on it. But you got some. I have melatonin at home. Melatonin. <laughs> that would even. I'd slap you upside the fucking face Why? if you brought me melatonin. Because it's, it's it's like, you know. Baba, I got melatonin. 
Got some vitamins, Bubba. So, Blitz, should, what do I need to do? Yeah, close close that window and restart it. Leave meeting, mm-hmm. end meeting for all? Uh, leave meeting. Uh, assign and leave, Blitz, boom. Yeah. Now. Log back in. Sign in. Google fucking Willie. Mm-hmm. Uh, boom. The fuck? Oh, go to start meeting or t- on the test one. Yeah, there's no tap. There's no because it's already ongoing. Yeah, we fucked it up. How? Oh, hang on. Jesus. Why is? Why can't I just be taking a nap right now? That's why I feel like doing. All right, here we go. Anna. Yes. You're so in your own fucking head right now. About? Just. What do you want to guess? Everything. Oh. Like you just got a fucking tornado in your head. Does it sound better? Yeah. A little bit. Uh, Now you hear me. A little bit better. Still. I mean, I'm using my laptop microphone. Oh, well, that's why. BJ's got a real fucking arm. No, I know. Yeah. So then hold on. Go ahead and talk. Huh? said go ahead and talk. Check it one, two. That's yeah, so what I hear you. This is going to sound like shit. <laughs> is that a reverb? <laughs> this is going to sound like absolute shit. Hi, this is Bubba and BJ. And this is going to sound like shit. This wouldn't be anything that you want to put on your fucking radio station. Shit. Shit. So it does work. Shit. Oh, now see, oh, whatever, I you, that off. whatever you did, you just fixed that. You fixed the problem. Now it's oh, no, perfect. no. So, I, so I, no, I, no, turned, I turned off, off my, my computer, computer audio, audio just now because it was reverberating. It was reverberating through this microphone here. So what you're saying is we probably won't have that problem with BJ. No, we definitely, we definitely will, not. will not. All right. So now, do I have to just when I go to do this, I sign on to Zoom US and then start start, start start the meeting with him. him. You can turn this off now. I kind of like it. Well, I already, I already left the meeting. Oh. What a dick. Dick. Yeah. Blitz is a dick. Okay, Hello? can you hear me? <laughs> Anna, are you starting to feel that way? Or are you guys still best friends? I think we're still good. Hmm. But do you feel he's a dick? Do I'm you, not uh, answering these questions. Do you feel that he's a little bit over the top and stiff sometimes just for stiff purposes? Well, I think everybody leans into their, uh, you know, normal. True personality? There you go. Uh, their normal does his stiffness uh, concern you does it concern me sometimes yes because i don't know where the line of reality meets you know entertainment sometimes with is him his, is his growing with ego, everyone but is a growing ego getting to you yeah his ego is getting i big feel like you're leading fuck. the witness sir <laughs> you're leading the witness i never legal. said he had these a growing ego these aren't legal proceedings these are us this okay. is us you're talking to is bubba court do you think that Blitz is getting a little big-headed with his cock and all the bitches that are on him? And you know, that he, him shoes. I, I'm not trying. To, like, I didn't ask for shoes, man. Yeah, right. That's no, crazy. But you, were, but you were for you. But you were way real quick to make sure we all knew some bitch bought your shoes. Well, uh, I mean, you fired that one up. Oh, good but the job but to be out. honest with you, if some bitch bought me some seashell willies, I'd say yeah. I would got you some... would you say if someone bought you something? No, I got bitches buying me things all the time. Yeah. Really? Like what? Oh, I did this. Bubba's a pimp. He doesn't talk <laughs> about it. <laughs> like what? <clears throat> Sorry, I'm a pimp. I don't talk about it. 
Okay, well, not, well, yeah, he's a pimp. He doesn't talk about it. Right. He keeps it on the wrap. Boy, all I got to do is just travel with Dan and Lummy, and I am so fucking insulated. <laughs> right? <laughs> Lummy in the front, Dan. No, Dan in the front, Lummy in the back. Yeah. Dan, yeah. The biggest hype guys. Fuck yeah. I'm set. But I mean, I mean. Do you think uh, you're a sugar baby? Do I? Yeah. I'm not talking about that. I don't even know what it is. Yes, you do. Sugar baby. You're a sugar baby. I thought I would be a sugar daddy. No, no that's when you buy. That's when you're, you buy everyone's I'm not buying anybody's shit. Exactly, because so. right, you're, you're a little sugar baby. Yeah, you're sugar baby. Sugar baby bub. Sugar baby bub. Shut the fuck up. Sorry. Horse teeth, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, you know, Blitz, like, you know, since he's like got all this, his, his new place oh. and all these chicks after him, he, he makes sure we know about it. Oh, well, I would too. No, you don't. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's why we had a flex off on Friday. You know, well, that was with Bubba. That was yeah. me and Bubba flexing off. What are you talking yeah. about? No, no, I mean, it wasn't like turned into a flex off. You turned it into a flex off. Yeah, I was just <laughs> trying to show. Hold on, I was just trying to see Anna. Us guys are way different than you girls. We mm. are not like I like we. I don't know. It's just the way we're wired. Who took it, his shirt off first? You me, or Blitz? Me. Okay. Well, so, now hold on. I said to Blitz. Listen, let me I've see been, that. I've been training. Oh, sorry. And Lummy was the man that could, you know, kind of the unbiased opinion. Yeah, I was Plus, there. we needed somebody to lean against the uh, yeah, door. Yeah, unbiased opinion. No, plus we needed somebody to lean against <laughs> the door because Stockholm Jones. Because over here. if somebody would have walked in and seen, they were like, "Man, I know Blitz and Bubba are full blown fucking gay for each other." <laughs> yeah. yeah, and which is well, not, which is fine. It's good. I mean, we we could be. I mean, what the fuck? What, right. You know, no, no to each its own. But so I say to Blitz. Yeah. Man, my fucking shoulders and my traps are really coming in. Well, no, I so I'd flexed first with my shirt on. I like pulled my sleeves up, and yeah. then you were talking about your and shoulders. He, and, and, and every time you're I like, see, my shoulders look so good. And then you take your cock out. Every time like, I see Blitz, man, this week he's always going like this. He's always going like you know, mm-hmm. fucking trying to give me the business. But yeah, my shit's right. Hold on, my shit's getting there too now. Hold oh on. yeah, you can yeah, see it. Getting it's dialed in. Hold on. So, Looking good, Bubs. So anyway, Bubs. Oof. So I said, I said, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny flex off over there. Mm-hmm. I said, let me tell you something. I was looking at my shoulders and my delts today when they the mirror like with no shirt on. Here, I'll go. I'll take my whole shirt off. Let me go block the door. So yep. I go. I, that's exactly what I said. I said, let me take my fucking shirt off. Go lean against the door and then take a look at my shit. So I, at that point, it but was just, still has shirt on. Right. Well, then. God forbid that I get put over a little bit on my goddamn shoulders. Mm-hmm. Right. Nope. He immediately pulls his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Starts and start, flexing. And starts fucking doing the, you know, the fucking. Doubled bicep. Yeah. I was like, Front and that. back. Yeah. The yeah, whole fucking. Everything. Oh, yeah. I'm like, God damn. Like, can't one of us just feel, feel you know, not, do you have to win every fucking pose off? Looks like yeah. it. God. I was putting your traps over. You're aggressive. I'm posing. You're oh, very. Posed. I was putting your traps over. Yeah, that was. Were they better than mine, Bubba? You saw mine when they were like my fully. Tra- I, I will tell you this right now. I was doubted. Fully my, jacked up. If I didn't feel so self conscious about taking off my shirt in front of you, mm. I would and let you. You just. You would just like. You would absolutely just be like, holy shit. What? 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 Your traps? What? 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 what, 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 you, what, got, what I got, you got? I got stuck in the loop. <laughs> you got in a loop. I got Bubba. stuck in a loop. Your, your traps do look like, and I know you're going to think I'm Stockholm, but just the traps part look like that picture from they're, back in the day. They're close. Yeah. On a, my traps are, now if I was. Looked like there was someone behind if, you if so I big. Was, if I was 50 pounds lighter, <laughs> yeah. if I was 50 pounds lighter like I was on my infamous yeah. 2006 picture, my traps would be fucking that big. Like my trap, my traps and my shoulders and my chest are really coming in. That's what I train the hardest. Yeah. Well, most guys do. I have it saved. 
So what, train their traps the hardest. Well, their back and chest. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got to send me an image again because they're fucking legs. disappear. Oh, I, I, but just, I, try, I have your picture. You, you do legs. I try to get legs in once a week. Mm. Yeah. On, a, on a, my my traps and shoulders aren't too far off that no, right now. No, they're not. Not too far. They're, You're just I mean, not as chiseled. But I'm just not as thin. Right. I'm just not as thin. They're close, though. Now, you know, the, the chest part. It's not, Actually, the chest isn't even that far off. Yeah. I don't got. I don't have. I don't have this yet. Yeah, this that was fucking. I had a the big. Chest. Yeah, I yeah. That's nice. God damn, I'd fuck myself. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Man, I don't know if you saw that guy at the gym. You're like, hey, what's up, big papa? Hey, papa. <laughs> Hogan in the background, fucking supersetting uh, abs. <laughs> Would he always train you or? No, we train. We train together. I mean, side by side. Like, yeah. Okay. Like, we, we like you know a lot of a lot of how I trained you. Was from Hogan. Oh, wow. I mean, I learned a lot of things from Hogan. Sure. But we trained, you know, six days a week for what? Maybe five, six, six, seven years? J.B. Wood, six, four, four, zero, ten, ten thousand. thousand bits. We needed that, J.B. Wood. It's been slow. What's your, what was your split like? What do you mean? Like you did back You think I could do the splits? <laughs> we, do, we, we would do uh, buys and tries with a little bit of back. Okay. Then we do heavy back and chest. Okay. Then we do legs every day. Uh, legs, legs all by themselves. Yep. And then you, but every day. You do a core. Every day you do abs and calves. So kind of like a bro day. split, really. You, but but every day you do abs and calves. Calves, that's Every random. day. Your calves are the most resilient muscle you have. Because hmm. you, I mean, seriously, you can, you can train your calves every day. Isn't that kind of part of the Arnold Schwarzenegger or uh, whatever uh, bodybuilding book? I don't know. I'm so scared well, because to I don't know. I mean, yeah, no, so hold on. thank you, Arnold <laughs> Schwarzenegger. Schwarzenegger. Yes. Schwarzenegger. Uh, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and even if you did, you hold get on. Canceled for but, saying but here's the, the deal: you couldn't get canceled because there's so many different ways to say it, and it's so awkward if you're talking about the guy and you mispronounce it. Like a person should almost give you a break on that. Yeah. JB Wood six four four zero ten. Oh my God. Thousand bits. JB, you're pulling the nose up. A very disappointing day. I love you, JP. Thank you. But like, if a, if a guy was talking about Arnold, right? Yeah. And he would hack up the last part of the name. But he, you knew what he was talking about. But yeah. he's just like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, and he put maybe he made the I instead of an E. Right. But you'd be like, well, that guy is not trying to be racist. No. He just doesn't know how to pronounce Arnold's last name. No, but it also doesn't help that his dad was part of like the Nazi youth and stuff. But you know, the average guy, the guy from Atwood, Indiana, doesn't know that. That's right. You're right. They don't know he that. He's just talking about the goddamn Terminator. Right. I, I know that, then. but most yeah. people don't. Right. So, but Hogan's, you know, I don't know if this came from Arnold's book or not. Well, he was just saying because of bodybuilding, they, a lot of the bodybuilders didn't have good legs. So the calf would stick out in his so, pose-offs. So Hogan would train abs and calves before we started, like two sets, maybe hmm. three. Okay. Then go do, like do chest, you know, chest and back, heavy chest, light back, and then do abs and calves uh, at at the end of the workout, again, hmm. I mean, he was a fucking beast. And then, and then he'd do, like, and if it was getting close to a WrestleMania, then he would do 15 minutes of cardio before and then 30 minutes of cardio after a workout. What is What cardio would you guys do? <clears throat> he would do stair stepper. Oh, that's fucking great. The fucking stair stepper. And literally below him would be... A half an inch of, like, he'd have, he, oh, if you look at this picture here, he sweat. always had 
two or three. He was the one that taught me thermaling. He always had a head. He, well, first of all, he always had his head covered because he wears a bandana. But also that's where, you know, 90 percent of your heat comes out of. And like if you wear a sock hat or a cap while you're trained, you wouldn't believe how much more you'll sweat. Like something over your head. So he believed in, you know, thermaling. He put these big rubber ab. He used to put these rubber ab things. You know those like those things that you wear around your belly? Oh, Shaq Henny, 5,000 bits. Like a waist bits. trainer? Y- y- no. Like the rubber neoprene, like, but you know how you can buy those rubber neoprene, like, ab things, and they, you know, it makes your stomach sweat? Okay. Have you ever seen them before? I've seen this stuff that women use, like, but it's more of like a waist trainer, but they put like some sort of gel, that a heating gel that makes yeah. you sweat a lot. Cl- clenbuterol. No, no, not, not clenbuterol. No, it's... Uh, <laughs> clenbuterol. No, not clenbuterol. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, no, that'll, that'll help a, you lose weight, though. No, 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 no. It's the stuff that boxers good use. good cutting agent. No, it's the stuff that boxers use. Um, Abilene. Abilene, I think it's called. Okay. I think it's called... Uh, look it up. It's called Abilene. And you take that and slather it all over your gut, and then you get the, you put these rubber gut you know things around your belly, and they would just fall. I mean, he would just you know, he'd lose ten, he'd lose seven pounds, you know, all like, water uh, weight. You talking about the makeup remover? Yes. I mean, this is for a woman, but it's the same. Is this the same idea? The oh, sweet sweat hold on stuff. Here. Yeah, something like that. You know it's, where you put yeah. that around your uh-huh. waist trimmer or whatever, and it makes yep. you sweat like a motherfucker. Yeah, primary yep. use of abalene is to reduce the excess water weight in particular location of the body. God damn, I'm a good man. So he'd he'd slather abalene mm-hmm. all over his back and, and gut, and then he'd put these rubber waist gimmicks on. Now, he wasn't fat at all, but it was just to dial your shit in, just to get your abs and as much water weight as you could, you know, before a pay-per-view. Right, like and, you know, he, he do would, it right he, before he. Like, Clint, like, Clint would do the same thing. Like sick, like he, he might have been on that too. <clears throat> like you know, four to six <laughs> weeks before a pay per view, and then the week of Anna, yeah, he would start taking heavy Saunas. no oh. and water pills, diuretics, diuretics, oh. and and really dial in his diet. Like about ten days out, he dialed no sugar, straight, you know, almost. Completely keto. Question. Now, is this because of his own sort of goals and... It's about, look, it's about looking, looking the, good on TV. It's about or, looking best on TV. Or was it something that the network told him, hey, you no. got to look a certain I mean, way, or was, they would pressure him to no, work out? He, and, he just knew he had to. You no, know, no. He, the, 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 nobody ever told him he needed to gain or lose weight. He just... It was part of the creed of being on that level, yeah. you know, because your body... Is, is half of your cell job. No, mm-hmm. I totally get that. But I'm just saying when it comes to, say, for example, models, the agencies will tell you, you got to lose weight or you better dial it in. No one ever told him that. Well, he would just early, early uh, on, probably. But when you get on. to that level, you, yeah. you just know. Yeah, he's, uh, the, gonna, he's the Michael Jordan I mean, of wrestling. Yeah, I mean, like, they don't want the distraction to be like, hey, uh, Hogan looks like fat as fuck. Or, no, but like right. in, today's, like, in, in today's world, Vince very much has a say-so in Triple H and all the guys who run the deal. Like, hey, that guy needs to lose weight or that guy needs to bulk up or whatever. But Hogan got to a point where they – you couldn't – I mean, he – You don't tell him what to do. <clears throat> yeah, he told you what to do. I mean, right. unless he showed up with, like, a bunch of belly fat and That's stuff. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, he didn't. He but that, that was yeah. part of, you know, hiring Hulk Hogan knew that the guy took care of his body 
And when he was going to be, when you had a pay-per-view or a television, he was going to show up looking like a fucking million bucks. Right. He was going to show up looking like a fucking movie star. He was going to tan, you know, 10 days out, palms up. Of course, because <clears throat> essentially you're looking like a superhero, and that's right. what you got to do. Yeah. Right. You got a 3% and, body fat. You know, he would tan. Jesus. He would tan. He tan so much that he would tan. His like lips? A, no. Oh. Palms up. <laughs> so that his palms would get tanned, too. <laughs> The great Freddie Blassie told him that. Yeah. Well, it looks bad because you're, you're, you know, like your underside of your forearm is hard to tan as well. And right. if that looks super white, it looks kind of stupid on oh, TV. Yeah. Hogan would fucking just be, you know, yeah. with straight baby oil mm-hmm. for like oh, two, two hours. Oh one hour one side, flip, <laughs> jump in the pool, one hour the other side. It was all, listen, when you're that high level of an athlete looking like body, like like these wrestlers need to look like. You know, it's your body is your is, your brand, and so like yeah, I get mm-hmm. it. It's it's a it's an all like okay. If you look at Hogan and he, you know, wakes up at he trained. He usually trained. He woke up. You know, he was training the gym by nine, and he trained till one. What the fuck? Four four hours a day? Yep. <clears throat> Train till twelve or one. Then he'd go get lunch, and then he'd come in. Then he'd tan for you know for as much as sun's left till three or four. And then go Ooh, back. The afternoon and, sun's and, not good for you either. And well, he Hogan ain't fuck. No, I know. Hogan ain't fuck. What sun's good for what? I mean, fuck. He look. His skin looks like Louis Vuitton leather. <laughs> yeah. And, and then you know, then at night he would you know either go do a little like he'd wake before he'd go to bed he'd go and like do some stuff. I can't really tell you what, but he'd do some stuff oh, and yeah. then and then he'd go fucking do some stuff. like superset arms right before he went back to bed. He like goes superset arms. I'm assuming you meant he would take like a protein drink or yeah, something. Yeah, he'd protein it up. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Muscle milk, yeah. And then go superset arms <laughs> one night. Yeah. And then superset like, you know, quads the next night. So he's doing three days? Is that what you're trying to tell me? No, two a days. Oh, two. But What's I wrong mean, with that? you know. Well, every day. It's... No, not not every day. Well, you, if know, you got protein shakes. It, it, mattered, and... it mattered what era you were and like. How close you were to a pay per view, yeah. and like when he was with NWO, a lot of times he didn't even have to take a shirt off. He was just going out there cutting a promo as mm-hmm. a bad guy, so he didn't give a fuck. But when he knew, like when he wrestled The Rock, I think in, it was in I was there at Toronto WrestleMania, maybe nineteen. I was there. He wrestled The Rock. I flew with him. Yeah, he was doing a what? lot of protein. <laughs> he was doing a lot what of. What year fucking, was that? Um, I think eighteen. My, two, it was, no, it wasn't two thousand eighteen. What? When, no, when two two thousand two. Yeah, two thousand two. Okay. When he wrestled The Rock and what was Toronto. the height of his career? Like right around then? No, nineties, eighties. No, um, the height of his career would have been that would have been maybe, but I mean, you know, he he had a few of them. Remember, really? Yeah, he had a fucking. I mean, you know, he started just, in like what the early or late eighties, early nineties. Yeah. I mean, but WrestleMania. What was um, what was WrestleMania three? That was at the Pontiac Silverdome in front of ninety three thousand people. I mean, in the eighties, right? What year what though? The I, think, fuck? I think it was. I think that was in uh, eight ninety, eighty nine, eighty eight. Manscape offers the best in precision engineered tools for men's below the waist grooming. They just launched their fourth generation trimmer, the Lawnmower 4.0. Join over 2 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code Bubba at Manscaped.com. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. The Lawnmower 4.0 features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. 
It is a multifunction on-off switch with a travel lock. Use the 4000K LED spotlight when you need to get a more precise shave or maybe some of those dark areas. Customize your trim through additional guard lengths, sizes 1 through 4. Enhance your confidence with Manscaped's new Lawnmower 4.0. Get 20% off your order and free shipping with code Bubba at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com with code Bubba at checkout. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. The WrestleMania three was eighty seven. Eighty seven. That was the one. Now, see, right? now the, yeah, this, so Anna when he was getting ready for this, you know, this was. Yeah, it's a lot of you can. I mean, you can see the protein there. Yeah, you can. I mean, look at the. I mean, he's big. So I mean, protein. Would you not agree that he's bigger than the Rock there? Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's the big. Rock is way bigger now. Well, yeah, but yeah, I mean, and but, they're both what like six, seven, six, eight. Well, Hogan's well, I mean, uh, uh, Hogan's uh, six five and a half. Really, it's six seven on Wikipedia. No, nah, he's six five. He's right. six fucking five. I always thought he was. I mean, whatever. I thought he was big, and I stood next to him like oh, he's about the same height. Six five. <laughs> Rock six five. They're both about six five. That's still huge. Yeah. Oh, they're both, and they're both. I mean, right there, arguably, you know, is a very iconic picture. I mean. And the bad thing about this match was that Hogan was supposed to be the heel and, you know, Dwayne be the, uh, the, the baby, but it kind of was neutral. And Hogan knew that he was, Hogan did a job clean in the middle. I remember, I can remember in the back when they were talking about the finish and Hogan goes, listen, Dwayne, we're going to make the most money with me putting you over. Me fucking taking, the, you know, mm-hmm. me winning means nothing. You fucking, me handing the torch off to you a little bit here well, is everything. At this point, for like the past 20 years prior, people were talking, okay, Hogan's going to pass a torch. No, no. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, not, you know, not but people Hogan that ne- knew. But, but Hogan never really had anybody to, I mean, there was nobody. Right. Andre passed the torch to Hogan. Yeah. And... There was really nobody in the in the WWE or WWF that was on that caliber. You know, on, I mean, you got to remember during WCW, he did wrestle Disco Inferno. He well, and he did, and he also did a fucking job for. I, I think Terry did a job for Ultimate Warrior, probably. You know, when they were trying to push him. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Hogan even told fucking uh, uh, Vince that this guy's the shits. This guy can't fucking work. He he rattles the ropes and fuck. He's he's the shits. Yep. And I I think Hogan ended up doing a job for Ultimate Warrior. They never liked each other ever. WrestleMania six, I think it was and when who, he did it. And it, was it clean? Yeah, Warrior beat Hogan. Clean. Yep. Yeah. So Hogan dropped the belt to Warrior. Then there was a ton of heat there, uh, Blitz, because Hogan was like, we kept going to Vince and look, I dropped I dropped the strap to this guy. He fucking fizzled out. Mm-hmm. So I'm not fucking doing a job at any WrestleMania unless it makes real good fucking sense for the business. Yeah, and this, beware. Th- this is the first time that, you know, in, in Hogan's history as he was wrapping it up that he was going to pass the torch to somebody that's on somewhat his level, The Rock. Yeah. You know, probably the only other, the only other belt. I, th- I think the only strap that Hogan wish he would have maybe done a job for would have been Stone Cold. They never I don't together, think I, they, I don't they? think they ever worked. I don't think they ever worked. God, that would have been a match. Yeah. If Hogan would have dropped the strap to Stone Cold. Stone Cold was cool as fuck. Was he? Yeah. He looks cool. He I, looks what, well, He looks cool. Like to have a beer with. You know who the coolest yeah. was? Mark Calloway. The yeah, fucking Undertaker. Taker. He ran the show. 
Mark Calloway, The Undertaker, ran the fucking show. When Hogan wasn't around, even when Hogan came back and Calloway had been there all those years, Hogan still knew fucking this is Calloway's locker room. It was it was it was the takers under it like Hogan left and when there was WCW shit and that's when, you know, Taker kind of established himself as the as the tenured guy. And uh and well, the reason why Hogan didn't like Undertaker is Hogan says that Undertaker sputted him in Detroit. <laughs> And hurt him, hurt him, like sputted him on one of the fucking. Now don't bring hurt that his, up to Taker. Hurt his get, back. Yeah, don't bring that up to Taker because Taker it, swears to God. It, 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 when it, was the match against Andre the Giant? WrestleMania three. WrestleMania three. What year is that? Eighty seven. That was eighty seven. Yeah, March, he made, he made Hogan look so small. <laughs> oh, I know. You don't even understand about this <laughs> motherfucker. I watched the documentary on Andre the Giant. He crazy. was, and he was such a sweet. He 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 basically handed the business over to Terry. Really? Oh yeah. I mean, you know, Terry was up and coming and had just done Rocky Three, but you until you're anointed by the giant, you ain't shit. He and was, when and um, when the giant did that was the first seven time seven four? Oh, yeah. I think my word. I think Blitz that might have been the first time that Andre ever did one clean. Ever. He's Ever. 520 pounds? Yeah, he Ever. would drink <clears throat> bottles of, of wine. wine. I know. Didn't he? I don't know if you guys told me, was he shitting in people's beds? Or yeah. No? The, uh, he shit on beds. Randy. He shit, he shit on as Randy's like a, bed. For fun. As, as a rib. rib. Just for okay. fun. Well, he didn't yeah. like, well, he didn't, he didn't like the oil. He didn't, he, well, no, he didn't like Randy at all, first of all. Wow. Because he thought Randy was mean to Miss Elizabeth. And so he fucking didn't like mm-hmm. Randy. So the boys would all be playing cards in the back mm-hmm. if if. Andre liked you. Now, if you didn't like you, he'd make you leave, and you'd have to go to some jobber fucking locker room because the locker room that Andre was in was all the cool guys. Mm-hmm. Well, Randy would come in and be like, what's going on? And, and Andre would go, out, out. <laughs> so then when Randy would have to wrestle the giant, Randy loved to slather his shit up with fucking baby oil because it made him look glistening and his, you know, yeah. making his shit. Well, on TV, yeah. Well, Andre didn't like that at all because it's t- it's slippery. It's hard to work with. You know, it fucking yeah. gets all over everywhere. And so Randy would baby oil up and Andre would say, I don't you know baby oil. And he would just literally go, he, he would beat the fuck out of Randy in the ring. Like he wouldn't take care of Randy. He instead, you know, instead of going there and just, you know, taking care of the guy. Fucking Andre would go in there and pie face the shit out. Like, and there was not a human being that could defend themselves in a shoot fight versus Andre. Unless you had a gun or some bullshit or a fucking stick or something. But like, if it was just man on man, he was just so much bigger yeah. than the next guy that he literally could just put his hand on your fucking face and treat you like, a, you, know, like you were a small child. Did you ever meet him? Never met him. I never met him. Heard stories, you know, from you for know, days, from for everyone. days from well, from Terry. Terry was really, I mean, Hogan was busted the fuck up when, when, when Andre when he died. Yeah, like if he didn't like you, <laughs> now this is now this is a shoot. He's he's literally sitting on Randy, <laughs> and Terry would be like, I wasn't, I, I wasn't getting involved. And Mountain would be like, Why aren't you helping me, Terry? And Terry's like, Because that's fucking Andre, Randy, and he hates you. So, rumor has it that they wrestled in this one town, and the way the WWE back then or WWF act is you would go you would go to the building early, or you'd go to the hotel early, and there'd be like one of the little assistants that already had your room key for you, so you uh-huh. didn't have to go to the front desk or anything. It just gave you like you know here here's your room key. It's fucking eight fifteen or whatever. 
Well, Andre was nobody told him no. Like he, like he, you couldn't tell Andre no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Andre told the the young boy that was ha- handing out the keys, "Has Macho checked in yet?" And he's like, "No." He goes, "Give me his room key." So Andre went and checked into his room, then went over to Randy's room and took a shit on the bedspread. Right in the middle, and supposedly Andre's shit is the size of an elephant. Like, like it's like, yeah. You know, I imagine literally his colon's enormous. <clears throat> then He's went enormous. back to the young boy yeah. and said, "Here's Randy's key. Don't tell him who did it." Well, the young boy was not gonna fucking Mm-mm. stooge out on fucking on- Andre. Right, right. Not gonna stooge no. on Andre. So Randy comes rolling into his room, and you know the shit's been fermenting for a few hours. Oh no! And mm. flips the fuck out. Starts. Drives to the building, starts fucking cutting a promo, and Andre comes out and goes, I did it, Rondy. And Randy just fucking turned around and didn't do shit. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> oh, I could tell stories for days. But, um, so anyway, I was wrestling as an opening match against the Mean Street Posse. I think I've told this story, haven't I? Where Callaway changed the ending. Did he? I don't know that I've told this story. I don't know. So we're at the Sun Dome, which is now the Yingling Center, right? Yep. And WWE is coming to town, and I am, you know, I've I've wrestled enough. I was trained in Milwaukee, Texas Hangman and Tom Stone, and and Tom Stone owned this territory in Milwaukee. This is how I got into wrestling. And my buddy, Mike Moran, Texas Hangman, Blitz, I'd met him at a nightclub. I was at the radio station for Hot 102 WLUM, and I was doing this like naughty nighty contest at the Red Corvette, and Texas Hangman was there with a bunch of these local wrestler dudes. Not to get you out of the story, but when was the last time we talked to him? Uh, it's been a while. Okay, okay. So, <clears throat> you know, they're kind of jobbing me out. They're like, because you know how wrestlers are real cynical. You know that. Yeah. So here I am on stage. We're like, hey, I'm Bubba the Love Sponge, and we got uh, Welcome to the Red Corvette, and uh, we got Naughty Nighty Contest tonight. Uh, you ladies that want to sign up, win $150 cash, come over here. It's all sponsored by Miller Lite. Appreciate you listening to Hot 102 WLUM. I'll see you in a minute. So these, they got Frankie. They got this guy named Frank. I forget the fuck his name is. Frankie somebody. Frankie. And, and Trevor and and Tom Stone and Mike Moran. And they're all local wrestlers that are considered, well, they were they're jobbers. And I'm not saying that disrespectfully, but when the WWE would come into town blitz, they would, like, let's say they're going to Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. There there were guys in town. Tom Stone was a regional handler. Although he didn't work for WWE, he kind of worked with WWE. So they'd call Tom Stone up and say, hey, we need four or five of your local guys to do jobs for our over guys because it's a house show. So you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So they'd hire local wrestler guys. And pay him like 150 bucks to do a job for like the big guys, you know, Tatanka, you know, those guys. So you had a you had like Minneapolis was Vern Gagne, mm-hmm. Milwaukee was a little bit of Vern Gagne and Tom Stone. And so then Tom Stone, the local guy from Milwaukee Blitz, would line up like four or five of his guys and say, Okay, we gotta go to the Bradley Center. WWE's coming to town. You guys are gonna be doing jobs for all these, you know, they're gonna be losing. <laughs> And then they would uh, the next night they would drive to like Detroit and make another hundred and fifty. So it's like a little, you know, I don't know if you knew this or not, but it's like a little re. That's where the WWE 
they WWE couldn't carry enough wrestlers, good guys, bad guys, under guys, over guys, so they would get regionally, locally grab these local, locally trained wrestlers, and so I start, I meet these guys, and they're like, "Yeah, we're uh, we're wrestlers." I'm like, "Well, do you guys wrestle for the WWE?" They're like, "Kinda." I'm like, "Well, you mean kinda?" <laughs> like, well, when they come to town, we're the guys that put that put them over. You mm-hmm. know, put, I'm like, I didn't even know what that meant back then. Right. And I'm like, well, what if I wanted to get into wrestling? Of course, they all fucking laugh. <laughs> yeah, whatever. I'm like, so seriously, I've always been, a, I've always kind of thought it was cool. And so this is, it's just like a movie. They all, all four of them all jacked up. They're like, well, you know what? Come down to the gym tomorrow. We'll see what you got. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I blitz, I had to work three to seven. I'm like, why work three to seven after new drive on WLUM? They're like, it's okay. You get there about 8 o'clock. Well, Blitz, it was behind some fucking Mexican body shop, and it was just a ring, and it was made. It didn't even have, like, it was the stiffest, oh. hardest fucking ring ever. Well, they're like, okay, well, first thing you got to do is you got to hit the ropes, and you got to do 15 bumps. I'm like, I don't I even do know. do those. Well, I am. Oh, sorry. I'm like, what? Like, this is how you hit the ropes. So they showed me how you hit the ropes. Well, the first time you hit the fucking ropes, it kills your ribs. Like, you don't even know the real, like, if you hit the ropes the right way, I mean, you almost break a fucking rib. And you got tender ribs because you're not used to it. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, go back and forth, hit the fucking ropes. Have your arm up every time you go up. So I'm hitting them, and I ain't hitting them worth a shit because it hurts. Like, well, that sucked. All right, this is how you take a bump. Well, you know, you lay back, and you gotta, you got to throw yourself back to the ground and, 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 you know, and kind of flop your hands. But you got to keep your head up or you'll concuss yourself. So mm-hmm. like take do ten bumps right now. So f- they're like Frankie, show them how to do it. So Frankie goes, pew, pew. so I tried doing them. They suck. They're like, man, you suck. You're fucking get out of here. So they ran me off. That's what they try to do. They try to run you off. So by the way, the the most over guy in the territory was Jake the Milkman Milliman. That was the, oh that no. Was the, I'm not even gonna say the next thing because it will give me heat. But she, he did have a hot daughter. I'll just say that. Wait, she's probably too old now. Anyway, what Simon Phoebe's B with a thousand bits? But he, uh, you, you, you have told that you. All right, uh, shut up. Yeah, so that name sounds familiar. Yeah, once you shut the fuck up over there, Lum Lum. Yeah, uh, Simon Phoebe's B with a thousand bits. So, let's say ran me off. Boom. So the next week, I'm at the Red Corvette, and Texas Hames like, "Yeah, boy, uh, what'd you think about that wrestling shit?" I'm like, "Man, it was pretty hard. You know, there's was a lot more to it than I thought." And he goes, well, "Won't you come back?" Like, all right. So I came back. So then Tom Stone, Tom Stone Blitz. Now he's kind of the little local local booker there, mm-hmm. right? He runs these guys. Again, WWE would call up Tom Stone and say, Hey, we need six guys in Minneapolis tomorrow. So, you know, it's a buck fifty a guy. He'd get a van, drive him up there. Sure. So Tom Stone, who's fucking a flim flamming, owning properties, fucking, you know, like flipping shit. Like he's just a flim flamming kind of guy. He's like, hey. We got this guy on the radio, and every time we do local shows, local wrestling shows here, it's all about just getting the word out, you know. And we we can we get flyers and fucking do this and that, but we can never really afford, you know, real radio. And I was on a real, you know, I was on afternoon drive on the big hot, you know, rock station. Sure. And he's like, we. So he's like, hey, Baba, we're gonna make you, we're gonna make you a local regional guy here, and we're gonna run high schools. And you're going to be the champion. I'm like, what? Like, yeah, we're going to make you the champion of Milwaukee. 
and we're going to run high school. So Blitz, they taught me how to wrestle just like five, six basic little fucking bullshit moves. Okay. You know, scoop, slam, clothesline, second rope, splash, drop down, get it again, school, you know, sunset flip, Mm -hmm. schoolboy roll up, just, you know, just standard shit. Basic shit. Yeah, yeah. Gouge your eyes, peanut knuckle willy, fucking blah. Juice the hard way. And so they would, no, I didn't get any hard way. Oh. So then they, Tom Stone would go to this high school and say, hey, listen, you want to do local wrestling here in your high school as a fundraiser, and we'll get your football team involved, and the tickets are $5, and you guys get $2.50 of every ticket sold to the school, and then he gets the rent. So they would they were used to doing like, you know, 100, 100 people, right? Yeah. Well, I got on the fucking radio and every break, you know, <laughs> hot, the new Hot 102, WLUM, Bubba the Love Sponge. Don't forget at New Berlin High School this Friday night, me, the heavyweight champion of Milwaukee, is going to be taking on, you know, the Texas hangman. That's right. Don't, get your tickets through uh, the front office. They're $5. Half of the money goes to the football team. We'd pack out fucking st- – like, we would completely pack out gymnasiums. Hmm. And so that's how I got into the business is, is into that way. So then when I got into radio a little bit longer and, and learned a little bit more about wrestling and then became from a local Milwaukee guy to a nationally syndicated guy in Tampa, the WWF did the same thing with me. They would be like, hey, Bubba, you're heard in Jacksonville, Orlando, Tampa, uh, Fort Myers, and, and, and Miami. And when we have house shows at those markets, we're going to have you be the opening act. And of course, I would talk about it all on my show, and it would be yeah. great. It would be great for, you know, advertising and the whole nine yards. So here we are at the Yingling Center, to house show, and I'm supposed to t- fucking wrestle the Mean Street Posse. Remember those two fucks? They were Shane McMahon's friends. Yeah, they were the Mean Street Posse. <clears throat> so we're in the back. I got the whole place power pigged out. I mean, you know, there's half of the people heard it on my show are there. And I'm, you know, I've been on the power pig for like three weeks, blitz talking about how that's right, bubble the love sponge, only wrestle, only guy that's really a pro wrestler, yeah, completely fucking embellishing it all. <laughs> bubble the love sponge, only guy that's on the WWF roster. That's right, I'll open up Bean Street Posse this Friday night. Chris Jericho, and I don't remember blitz. I have Chris Jericho as my corner guy. Mm-hmm. I'd have Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hart as my corner guy. I'd have Jerry Briscoe as my corner guy. I have Steve Kern as my corner guy. I mean, they were really put me over. So we're in the back, and Pat Patterson, who was one of the agents at the time, he just died too, I think. Pat Patterson and Jerry Briscoe were in the back. And so on a house show, you know, Vince didn't go to the house show. He had these agents, you know, Briscoe and Patterson and guys like that. Yeah, I used Bruce, to get all my tickets from the Briscoes back in the day. Bruce Pritchard, <laughs> they would be the guys running, running the deal. Mm-hmm. They would be the one that would go to the wrestler and say, okay, listen, you're this guy is going over on that guy. You're going to go over on that guy. I need you guys to go over there. So Pat Patterson thinks that I'm some local fucking jobber blitz, and I'm not as over as I am. Mm-hmm. So we're in the back in the locker room there, and he goes, uh, hey, uh, that DJ guy, Bubba, is that your name, Bubba? I go, yeah, and he goes, uh, you're going to go ahead and do one clean for the Mean Street Posse right in the middle, double clothesline. Let's make it about seven minutes, but it's going to go clean. We're going to get in and out of the deal. The referee will give you the office. I'm like, all right. So, and there's now the entire, you know, you got, you got Undertaker there. I think you got Coco Beware there. I mean, I, I, there was a bunch of fucking guys that were there. Mm-hmm. And 
Callaway, Mark the Undertaker's there. And, and and Pat Patterson's given out all the finishes to all the boys, right? And uh, Callaway goes to – now, this is in front of the boys to Pat Patterson. You're going to bury that kid in his own hometown? <laughs> and Pat Patterson goes, what? And well, The Undertaker goes, you're going to bury that kid in his own hometown? And I'm like, oh, shit. What the fuck's going on on Undertaker? Like, I know him a little bit, but – and, and Pat Patterson goes, what do you mean, uh, Mark? And he goes, well, this guy's been busting his ass on the radio. I live in Tampa, and I've heard it no less than 10 times, putting asses in the seats. Now, you don't understand, fucking Undertaker is all about business. What's best for the business? He doesn't give a fuck whose feelings he hurts or who's hearing it. What's best for the business? He holds the business sacred. Like, he does not fuck around. He does not. You know what? There might be pictures of me in that Mean Street Posse. I don't know if there's any videotape, but I do have pictures. Oh. So, so you know, the Undertaker. You know, Blitz. That you know, he pretty much up 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 until the day he left, ran the locker room. Him and Paul Bear ran the fucking locker room. Oh, I think you should put Baba over. No, that's how Paul Bear. Yeah. No, so, <laughs> so, so Pat Patterson, you know, who's the agent in charge? Says, well, what do you mean, uh, Mark? And, and, and Undertaker goes, listen, I've been, I, I live in Tampa. My wife you know, listens to this show, and this kid's been working his ass off. And this fucking place is packed. Last time we were here, we had half half as many people here, and half of them are see that to see this guy right here. You're gonna fucking bury him in his own hometown. We're not on TV. This is a house show. This show doesn't mean shit. Who wins and loses? We're not on TV. And. Fucking without a beat, without missing a beat, uh, Patterson goes, let's go ahead and switch that up. Clem, can you go off the top? I go, nope, I can't. He goes, can you go off the second? I go, I can go off the second. He goes, let's do that sofa splash off the second for the for the wrap-up. Briscoe, you be in there for the one quick one, two, three. And the Mean Street Posse just looked down, just like, man, we're going to do a job for this fucking radio guy. Yeah. And they didn't say a word because it was it was, you know, Undertaker brought it up. Right. But Undertaker knew he knew what was made be, what, what was best for business. Mm-hmm. And, and and so I went to him afterwards. I said, "Hey man, thank you. He said, "Listen man, if this was on TV or this was a but this is a fucking house show. People are going to see the results in the, you know, the kayfabe sheets. People don't give a fuck and you worked your ass off to put asses in the seats. Mm-hmm. And that's what means, you know, who 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 wins versus you versus the Mean Street Posse doesn't mean shit. Doesn't matter one but bit, we really. Leave, we got to leave these guys. We got to leave these fans wanting to come back again. And burying you here doesn't make make sense. And I, I I remember I shook his hand. I was like, "Thank you, buddy." Then I got his wife Molly Crew tickets. <laughs> nice, <laughs> thank you, Jody. Four wives ago. <laughs> but Blitz, you know how cool it was for the Undertaker to fucking step up for you. Then the poor Mean Street. Then I went to the Mean Street Posse. I go, "Hey, man, I'm I'm sorry about the fucking." You know the the finish being changed, and they wouldn't even fucking like they wouldn't even put me over. Oh, they were dicks. Yeah, they were dicks. So when I was in there, and I fucking sputted the shit out of them. <laughs> I'm sure I, they love that. Boy, the worst trouble I got into is spudding was with the guys in Memphis. Remember that? Mm-hmm. The Killer Bees, me and Brutus wrestled. The remember Hogan got me put on that card for five thousand bucks in Memphis. Oh yeah, wrestling in Memphis. Yeah, wrestling wrestling in Memphis. So we go back there in the back. We're talking about the finish, and the guy goes, "Listen, you know, me and Brutus were going to go over, but then we were supposed to take their masks off and shave their head. That's Brutus's big deal, right? He cuts his fuck, you know, Brutus the barber beefcakes. He takes his shears and cuts your hair, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, I've never got to cut anybody's fucking hair. This is cool. 
So Brutus goes, listen, uh-huh. Bubba, go go light on the hair, man. Guys really get pissed about that. He goes, I usually just take one little chunk out and throw it up in the air. Towards the top. Yeah, and he goes, and it looks kind of good because I, you know, but don't go fucking crazy with it. I'm like, hey, Broody, I got you. Oh, so, I would never go crazy. I would crazy. never go fucking crazy. Have you met me? Have you ever met me? I'm calm as fuck. Yeah, they call me Colin Clem. Yeah. So we're out there just fucking throwing hammers, going crazy. These guys, I, I think they get zero heat on a splits. I think me and Eddie tell them we're not selling shit. We're coming in and just beating the shit out of you. Don't even think about getting any heat with us because we're not putting any of your shitty heat over. Mm-hmm. When you roll up in a private plane with Hogan, you can say that shit. Right. <laughs> so we, we're over there fucking throwing hammers. We fucking beat them clean. One, two, three, double count out in the middle. So we go to take their mask off, and Eddie goes, uh, Brutus goes to get his shears, and I just, I grabbed him from him. And there's this one dude, and he had kind of, and I, I fucking scalped him. <gasps> I mean, bad. I cut a bunch Front off. Front to back. Yeah. And then, so we're in the back. Papa. And they're fucking, he's full hot. The guy's like, that's bullshit, man. Fucking, that's bullshit. I'm getting full hot at me. So I went and got Hogan, like a little pussy. I said, hey, Hogan, these guys are mad at us because we took too much hair off. Hogan goes, well, hold on a minute. He walks into the, rest, he walks into the room. Everybody tells Hogan what he wants to hear. Mm-hmm. Hey, bros, how was that? Man, I was watching the match back in the gorilla position. The fucking look, it was over, man. Fans are into it, man. How'd it go for you guys? Both of the guys. Oh, man, it was great, man. It was fucking, we really, you know, it was good. Everything's was like, fine. Everything's fine. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, whatever. In the other store, I think, fuck, I think my wrestling stories have pretty much taken us to the end. What do you think? Well, we got, uh, we got a music video to play. Yeah, there, there's a couple of people in chat waiting for it. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Just, just let's go, Brandon. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's not, it's not that good, but no. it's, uh, it's, I, I like it. I've never heard Who it. Who gives a fuck if it's good or not? This guy's getting straight fucking paid, is he not? Mm-hmm. What's the this? Number, <clears throat> this is the number one song on Uh-oh. iTunes. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, Brandon. Hey. Let's go, let's hey. go. Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. You know what they say, huh? Now, this is a black guy, <laughs> this is a black guy that's yeah, saying, yeah. fuck you, Biden, right? This yeah. is kind of an oxymoron, isn't it? Yeah. Make music go- uh, great again. <clears throat> pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, you know what they? Yeah, yeah. Hey. And I say it with a passion as I pull off in the Aston. Don't nobody like his ass, huh? Tried to cover up and tell the people go Brandon, but we know what they saying though. You can hear the chant in every post. Don't nobody want this commie because we not in China. Everybody hated Trump and now they out to catch a body. That's what they get for treating us like we in Squid Games. Green light mandate like he's insane. These times people waking up to anything. Go Brandon, but we all know what the saying means. Let's go I think it's pretty well done. I like it. Yeah, you know, I, I like it. I think it's pretty well done. I like done. the song. It's catchy. I, I, I think it's pretty well done, too. Mm-hmm. I like how they, they, un, they, let's go, Brandon, and then they put the fuck Joe Biden from as, the crowd. As the, yeah. Let the crowd get the heat. Yeah. Right? And I, he's like, you know, he's like, you know what they're saying, ho? You know what they're saying, ho? You know what they're saying, ho? <laughs> you know what they say, 
mean, I'm gonna jam 80, out to this later today. Eighty-two percent of the eighty-two percent of the song is just the Talladega crowd fucking <laughs> yeah. screaming Fuck yeah. Joe Biden. Yep. Hey. hey. Fuck Joe Biden. You know what, Blitz? Did I tell you I got a call from Gary Grubbs? Yeah. <laughs> Bubba. Gurr. Hey, Gary. What are you doing? Nothing. You haven't been out here in a while. No, I've been busy. I'll give you $5,000 if you put fuck Joe Biden on Tyler's sprint car. <laughs> and I go, God. I wish, I mean, I, I should be able to. Mm-hmm. And then I was like. You could once. And then. Then I talked to Tom Bean. It's like, yeah, I mean, you could, but it's going to be a fucking shit storm for him and you. So this video has 1.6 million views. And yesterday I was looking at it. It had about, I think, five or 600,000. Mm. But it's the number one downloaded song on iTunes. You know what they say in ho? You know what they say in ho? You know what they say in ho? I hope this guy makes a hundred million dollars from this. He's going to make a lot of money. I hope so. Yeah. Uh, hello. Hey, how you it's, doing? It's not a wonder blitz, though, that YouTube and everybody hasn't banned him for a while. You know I, I know, and he's been talking about that, too. What's he's that, he's, very, he's very active on his YouTube. What's that, sir? I have one wrestling story request. Why does Eric Bischoff have such heat with you? I've never been able to find I, that out. You know out. what? And Eric Bischoff, I mean, I, it, if I really got into some of the Eric Bischoff stories, he's he's got so much heat with me because he still has his head so far well, yeah. up Hogan's ass. I, I was going to say, that's kind of obvious. And, and you know, if, if they don't want the truth. Neither one of these motherfuckers want the truth. Neither one of these guys want the real fucking truth. The real truth. <laughs> so, you know, like, he, it, 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 obviously he can get heat with me. You know, uh, Eric Bischoff, I, I heard him say an excerpt saying, well, Bubba was a piranha using Hogan for, to gain popularity. Uh, Bischoff, when Hogan started fucking trying to write off my coattails, it was completely opposite of that. Completely opposite of that. Tell tell uh, Aunt Anna the Bubba or the Brutus Beefcake story riding on the jet when Logan fell. Oh, asleep. the plane. Yeah, that's a good one. Thanks, guys. Yeah, it is. Yeah, when fucking Brutus was gonna beat me up. Mm-hmm. I thought, I thought Brutus is a bad motherfucker. I thought he was gonna beat me up. I had to wake up Hogan to save me. Help Hello. Me, help him. Hey, Terry, help me, Terry. <laughs> hey, hey, were you really at WrestleMania in Toronto, brother? Yep, absolutely, I was. What was it like there backstage? Um, I didn't really spend a lot of time backstage. Hogan had his own uh, backstage. Him and The Rock had their own dressing rooms that were across from each other. I didn't. That was one that we didn't get to go down a lot to. I was with Nick and Brooke and Linda. We went down there early on, and then once they then they kind of locked it down, and we went and sat, um, which would have been right behind home plate in one of the luxury boxes. Was that the the loudest uh, crowd you ever heard at a wrestling show, brother Hogan versus The Rock? Yeah, probably because I never, I never, I didn't go to WrestleMania three, so yeah, that was the loudest one that I ever heard. There was what seventy eight thousand people there, or something like that. Yeah, and yeah, in Toronto, brother, and yeah. you know, um, 
Um, in, in Canada, Hogan always puts over Canadians in Canada. The Rock's dad is from Nova Scotia. And Hogan always said that the right thing to do in Canada is to put over the Canadian brother. So he, he put over oh, Hogan Rock, put over everybody. Rock, Hogan put everyone Canadian. He put over Jacques Rougeau, the Mountie in Montreal. I think he put, he put over. Uh, I think he put over Bret Hart. Yeah, and uh, and Roddy Piper from Saskatoon, Saskatchewan, Canada. Yeah. Um, did what? Um, did um, um, did uh, did what, what, um, what? He's looking for a question. There you go, buddy. Oh, uh, did Jake a snake? Uh, you know, did you ever uh, pet a snake, uh, Jay, Bubba? No, but I'll tell you the most brutalist thing I ever saw is when fucking Jake the Snake was wrestling Macho Man, and they had this fucking high spot where the snake was going to bite Macho Man. Oh, yeah. Snake. And fucking Macho Man was freaked out about it. Because he lost he thought, on, right? Because, well, because the snake had been devenomized, like it wasn't a venomous snake. Mm-hmm. So it only, only the bite would really fucking hurt. And so Jake was like, you know, the bite didn't really hurt Randy. And so Randy was in the back just freaking the fuck out. And so Randy made Jake take a bite in the back from the snake. So Jake, and the snake didn't really want to fucking bite it. You know, it just was. It, it you had knew, to make it. It knew Jake. Like, mm-hmm. it knew Jake was kind of its handler. And so it didn't want. So Jake was literally trying to make this fucking snake bite. Well, Jake, Jake had hit him in the head with a skateboard in the past. And it made. Well, and hit him underneath the trailer, but yeah. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so Jake finally got the, the snake to, to kind of bite him in the back, and Randy was like, okay, I just want to make sure you don't fall over. And so, like, and so they go to wrestle, and the high spot comes where Randy's laying against the ropes, and the fucking Jake lets the snake out. Well, the snake goes and bites. Jake gets him to bite Randy, but it's it's not – Jake, so the snake doesn't give a fuck about. So the snake latches on, bites Randy, and won't let go. Mm. And Randy's freaking the fuck out because he's already afraid of it. Boy, but the high spots they would do back in the day, they could never do that today. No. Where you bring a fucking snake that comes out and bites a guy and then fucking latch, latches on. Wasn't Jake like afraid of snakes at first, too, or something? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, Anna, we're we're flying home from Binghamton, New York. Yeah. On this private jet, and it's me, Hogan, Brutus the Barber, Beefcake, and I, th- I think Scott Hall. Okay. And we're all fucked up on all kinds of shit. But such I'm such as, but I'm just such as, such as protein shakes. U.S. American children protein shakes. don't know where this fucking map is. Such as there is, yes. <laughs> okay, so we're on protein. So you're fucked shakes. up. You're coming home from being. Um, but I'm the least fucked up. Oh, that's not good. <clears throat> and you're the voice of reason. Yeah. Oh, so fuck. At, so Hogan's sitting. We're in the. It, there's two rows in the. There's there's a rows of seats in the back, and then there's another set of rows that face us. Yeah. And then there's other seats. Yeah. Well, Brutus is sitting across from me. You know, like virtually our knees are almost touching. That's cute. And <laughs> I I and I think. Um, the other guy who was, who was uh, Scott Hall. Scott Hall. I think Scott was on the couch up by the front. Okay, and he was passed the fuck out. He was the most fucked up of all of us. And if it was even Scott, it might, I, I'm thinking it might have been Test. I don't know, but it was another wrestler. And it might have been. Nah, I wasn't Big Show because I don't know. If Big Show could have flew with us. There is weight. I mean, like literally. Mm-hmm. Big guy. He won't even fly. He take he takes the bus everywhere. Paul does. Yeah, he refuses to fly. 
for he just retired out of the uh, WWE, but prior to that, he was the first wrestler to do the the, the Madden bus deal. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we're flying back, and Hogan's my best friend, and he was formerly fucking Brutus's best friend, mm-hmm. and now he's my best friend. And Brutus knows this. And Brutus is fucked up enough to tell me about it. So I'm sitting there looking at Brutus, and he goes, I hate you. <laughs> and now Hogan's fucking absolutely, ju- he's sleeping. He's out. He's out. Okay. But he's right, he's shoulder to shoulder on me. Like, he's like, you know, in those little planes, you're, you know, and like, he's literally, I can, my, my shoulder's touching his shoulder. And, and, and Brutus goes, I fucking hate you. So what'd you say? I go, why you hate me? And he goes, because you're a fucking ass kisser. And all you do is kiss his fucking ass. He thinks you're that great. You're fucking, I, you're, fuck, I'm, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you. I go, <clears throat> what do you mean you're going to beat the fuck Brody. out of me? What do you mean you're going to beat the fuck out of me? What do you mean, Eddie? You're going to beat the fuck out of me? He goes, I'm going to beat the fuck out of you one of these days. And I go, for real? And he goes, yeah. And so I just went, Terry, wake up. Hurry. What? Brody. Brutus says he's going to beat me up. Brutus, fucking calm down. That's how it's about how it was. Yeah. Bruce looked at me and gave me the fucking finger. Who's in the AEW now? Is uh is Big Show in the is is Paul White in the and Tyler said yes. Well, I don't know what I don't I don't watch. I just looked up a picture of Brutus. Brutus. Interesting. You got it for me? Oh, I thought you knew what he looked like. Well, well which depends on the era. picture. Well, I'm just kind of going through new, the... Is it a new one or is it... No, new? it's just the, you know, uh, Google images sort of Brutus thing. the Barber Beefcake. Yeah, I'm just kind of going through the pictures. Was he a different costumes. <laughs> this, and... was, this was kind of him at his at his height. This is him. Yeah. In, this is... this 90s. Yeah. <laughs> this is probably what he looks like nowadays. Right here. Oof. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They all look rough, though. They've been through hell. Oh, they've mm-hmm. been through. But th- now, Body see, th- this is when Eddie was dialed the fuck in right here. Look, look at this picture. No, not that one. Hey. Look at that. Like Blitz. That's when he was ru- running with Vince, making 350, That's 400 grand neck. a year. Not bad. Oh, there's Kevin Sullivan. I got a story about him in the Keys. Now, are most of the people you. in the WWEF, whatever it's called now, um, are most of them athletes that it didn't work out professionally and then they go to uh, wrestling? No. Is that kind of what happens? Yeah, I, would, I would say probably no. No. Really? So they like are made to be, because to me, not that I thought it was for like failed football players or anything like that, but people who just weren't quite good enough to make the cut. Or a, with Rock, lot, didn't I'll, he have an injury that set him off? He couldn't no, he be in the NFL. The, he's in the CFO. I mean, a lot of them happen to play football because they're but, just so big. Yeah, but that's yeah. not they like most of them were not going to be yeah, football like, players no matter what. As soon as you what. got cut from the Packers, they didn't say call Vince McMahon. Because yeah, like, who no. the fuck is wrestling as a kid? Otherwise, you know, other than just playing with your siblings, you know what I mean? Because like, you play soccer, you play football. They have those things at at school, but you don't have wrestling at school. Like, how do people get into it? It's a like typically. It's just do you get like f- you get discovered by somebody yeah. who's like, "Hey, you're going to be a wrestler," you know, or you, you really want to get into it? You think you can, so uh, you go okay. find someone who trains you. I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There's there's Hootie back in the day. Or there's a lot of like legacy. It seems like if your your dad's in it, then you were mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, I got to poop. Okay. Well, we're done. This is gonna be a, a good one or Barbie boots? Oh, this one. I feel like it's a cable. Oh, pictures, pictures. Do you right, you can so, feel the difference? Yes. So Blitz, all I gotta do <laughs> is open up my Zoom US deal. Start the meeting. St- start the meeting. Mm-hmm. Don't play any other audio. Don't play any other audio, which I have not played. And fucking let her rip. Yep. Perfect. 
I'm going to be doing a uh, – and Blitz, you know what I might do is I might the, – the, the test show that I, that I do with BJ today, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to record it on my – Yep. On my little perfect yep, audacity yep. willy here, mm-hmm. and then I might make it a fucking podcast. Fuck it. Okay. Should I? Should I? Uh, should I play the "Fuck Joe Biden" song? Why not? But like BJ, you know the hottest song going on, right? Yeah, because you, we're just talking about what's cool in pop culture. Right? Number one hit. You can't. Why? You can't play audio as you're on Zoom. Oh, remember that was rule number no, no, one. Can I, can I not play it even from my next gen? From your next gen, you can. Well, maybe Lummy and Tyler could get that motherfucker up on pot one or two for me up okay. there. I'd love you. Lummy, I'd give you a $5 bill. All right. $5 bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got a shit. We out of here. Happy yep. shitting to you. Kevin's a lot tonight. Clap your hands. <laughs>